Welcome back, Xers, to another episode of It Only Hurts When I Talk, a podcast for Gen X aging disgracefully. Why does everything hurt? And now things are breaking. Getting old it really is tough. James and Greg discuss their adventures of aging disgracefully this week. Like us on Facebook and Instagram, it really helps us out. Now enough of this chit-chat. Get over there! <laughs> good for you yeah i bet you studied going. studied real hard for that all week didn't you i did i did mm-hmm. i did and i do not have a snowblower anymore <laughs> that nah, should snow like 48 inches mm-hmm. you get like a serious like buffalo snow nah nah they they told us one thing we got something different but i have no plans to leave the house today i've got lots of firewood Pellet stove is is going and there's football on, so ah, it should be a very uh, it's going to be a very pajama day for Greg today. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's pretty much every time we talk, you're like, up. Oh, if I don't have to go outside, I'm not going. I'm not going to leave the house. Well, I I say that, but invariably I do have to go outside for some reason or another. Uh-huh. Today I today I do not. Right. That sounds very much like retirement, but we're not going to talk about that today. No, no, we're not. No, I I expect to be more busy in retirement. Yes, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Your shuffleboard tournaments and your you play dominoes with a bunch of retired Jamaican guys. Breakfast every morning at a different diner with a different old friend where we can't remember how we met in the first place. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, you have an awful lot of old friends for some guy who claims to be an introvert. I do. <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> It, one one defining characteristic of introversion is is you know being good in small groups but not liking large groups. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, so, what yeah. happens when you just don't like people? Period. Well, that's the, that's the Opus cartoon that I quote all the time from Bloom County, where he says that he he hates people, but he he is very fond of certain individuals. Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And that's that's me right there. I hate people, but there are individuals out there. You know who you are, who I absolutely adore. A person can be smart, intelligent, or a smart, caring, endearing people, on the other hand. And so plural oh, plural persons. The, the, the general we. Yeah. The royal we. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that's, that's a problem. When you get them in a group, that's, mm-hmm. it, things, things go bad quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think society has outlived its usefulness at this point. It's time to start. It's, it's, it's scorched earth. I'm a big fan of scorched earth when things aren't going well. <laughs> We're yeah. so off topic. We're so far from what our topic is. Exactly. It is not. The topic of the day is not eight ways the world's going to end. No, no. Seven of which I will initiate myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, due to recent events, I thought that... Uh, kind of off script and unprepared this morning we would talk about when things fall apart and i'm not talking about my appliances i'm talking about my body when did this happen when when did suddenly for no apparent reason whatsoever things are wrong Mm -hmm. i have i have seen the doctor more in the last 12 months than i've seen a doctor in the last 12 years (laughs) oh shit well we were out visiting you what last summer and you you got you, you, you were getting out of my car and you just fell. <laughs> yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's a whole story behind that. Um, so I, 
this is what got me why it got me thinking am am i finally finally paying the piper for my years of uh youthful exuberance now my body's falling apart like it's like up Time to pay the bill. You, you, you <laughs> you're you're getting close to checking out here, pal. You gotta you gotta make good on on the bill before you before you check out. You know, completely opposite to our discussion a few weeks ago about the afterlife and kind of spirituality and our souls and all that. Our bodies are just physical things that that break down over time, just like everything else. It, I think, but they all break down in different ways because we all use them in different ways. So <laughs> it's a meat machine. It is meat That's machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, it is. So I figured one thing that I know is <laughs> we Xers all have in common now that we are a generation of a certain age is that shit falls apart for apparently no reason. Um, or it would appear so, right? So I think we're, the fact that we're not used to it, like we're going into this, this is all new to us. Give us another 15 years and we're just going to be like, yeah, we, we're not surprised by anything anymore. But now we're surprised when suddenly you get up and like, why can't I turn my head to the right? <laughs> like I, 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 all I did was go to sleep. That's all right. I, that's all I did. And what the I, hell? I, yeah. I, I was carrying three empty tin cans from our sink to the garage to put in the recycle bin. And I'm I'm not even bending over. Like, I'm standing up, walking through the garage, and all of a sudden, this, this actually happened last week, and all of a sudden, something tweaked. And my plan after putting those cans in the bin was to go buy a bunch of 40-pound bags of wood, wood pellets and put them in my basement. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I'm buying wood pellets today. <laughs> wow. And the next, and I took some leave, and the next day I went and bought wood pellets, and I was fine. But like, it was like, what the, what the, I'm, why and why did it get better? Like, what the, what the hell? I'm finally understanding all those commercials for a leave on television now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, so you'd have to take this just to get through the day because you're old now? <laughs> How that That is not acceptable. Oh, a leave, a leave's good stuff. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I hear, you know, and read all the time about, this is why you got to exercise when you get older. And, and exercise is not a is not an option, which I understand now. Right. I, I, well, I've known that for a long time, but um, this whole concept of exercising a body that is breaking down—it's too late. Well, so I, I it, if we want to hold our our analogy of the body being a machine, when a machine starts to break and fail, and you have to do routine active maintenance on it, you don't work it harder. <laughs> but you know, that's just me being facetious because I hate exercising, but I get it, right? So it's it's about moving. It's about being ambulatory when you're 80. And I think that's that's really what is the most important. I, I saw uh, Dick Van Dyke, a quote from him, and, you know, he was like 90, is he 99, 98? Is he? Wow. But he was, it was about exercise, and he goes, look, he's like, when I was in my 40s, I exercised to look good for other people. He's like, in my 50s, I exercised to look good for me. <laughs> He's like, in my 60s, I exercised because, you know, it made me feel good. In my 70s, I exercised because it kept me active and engaged with people. He's like, in my 80s, I exercise because it keeps me basically ambulatory. Like, yeah, upright. M- moving, right? And I'm like, well, I don't 
Dick, I don't think you can wait till you're 80 to do that, right? You've been doing it all these years, and that's a whole concept of using the thing so that it can actually serve you better in the long run. I get it. Yeah. Well, I, I get it your, now. Using your machine analogy, it's. I think it's not so much the it's not working, so run it faster. It's the if you leave the machine in the closet and don't oil it and don't use it for three years, it's going to be really hard to get it started again. It's it, it's like when you, you leave a car idle too long. Like you got to just start the car every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm just like the thing that I'm not used to is just the, the random wake up and shit doesn't work thing. Mm-hmm. All right, even even if you are an exerciser and you are not exercising, but just you're physically active, right? And it just so weird just like it, things happen for no reason what yeah. how what uh, i don't <laughs> things just break look if you're if you're keeping your machine well oiled right it's something something breaks or binds or something cuz you're like oh look that gear's worn out right yeah it's got a little more life left in it and then we'll replace it well we're kind of there now right mm-hmm. we kind of have that now cuz i'm having a big old fat knee surgery coming up here in a couple of months where they're going to be doing a lot of, a lot of work, <laughs> a whole, whole, whole lot of work in there. Like, like three ligament replacements. One's not even there. Why they, why they don't make you bionic while they're in there. I, I'll never understand. I, I always thought as a kid, that's where we were headed. Hey, I was Steve Austin lied to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my surgery is probably going to cost $6 million, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to end up like Steve Austin, so there's a problem. And I'm not talking about Stone Cold. I'm talking about the original Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lee Majors. Yep. So I know it's not just me that mm-hmm. has this, it's like discordance in your head because you feel like you're, I feel like I'm still, you know, mentally, I'm a teenager, right, in my <laughs> 20s. We all know this. Uh-huh. So... My body says otherwise. Yeah. It's like now I'm looking at stuff being like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. I haven't reached that level of, um, I'm just going to call it maturity. Like, I don't look at things and say I shouldn't do that. I, I mean, there are things I don't want to do. I don't want to go on that very long hike or <laughs> climb those stairs ever. I hate, right. I hate stairs. Um, but, you know, the the wood pellets as the example, because I'm always having to go get wood pellets. Mm-hmm. And now that my son is not at home anymore, I, I need to carry them myself because my, my daughter has basically um, got the physicality of a bunch of toothpicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I carry these bags all over the place, and I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't, but I do it I, because I'm the man of the house, mm-hmm. and someone has to do it. Um, I had a back problem six months ago, maybe. I, I don't know. But... I just, all of a sudden, my legs started to get tingly. And what it was was a nerve problem in my back. And it, I had a couple of days where they were tingly, and then I started feeling like I couldn't rely on my legs. Mm. And it got to the point where I started to be in pain. It was all, I had to, I went to physical therapy, and it was stretching. I needed to stretch. And it was, my wife and my daughter has always laughed at me. They're both dancers. And they can, you know, just touch their toes like it's nothing. And I can barely touch my knees. Uh, <laughs> and uh, can you touch your toes? I can. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. No, I, I cannot. 
I cannot. But I have to stretch now in the morning. I, I have to. I stretched for a while until my back was better. And then, of course, I told myself, this is a way of life for me. This is great. And uh -huh. I haven't done it in weeks. Right. Exactly. I, I, I did stretch about two weeks, uh, about three weeks ago. I looked at my wife because we were going back and forth to Boston. I had, I had six hours in the car one day, followed by five the next day to get my son from school. I don't know who. Well, I do know who scheduled these things. She's upstairs, and I'll have words with her later about it. <laughs> but, but I looked at her, and I said, I better stretch for a couple of days in advance of those two days of car rides because that's I'm going to be in pain if I don't. Yeah. And I did it, and I felt okay. So then everything's fine, and you just go back to the way you lived your life before, and then suddenly. And it'll get bad again. Yeah. And I'm going to call the doctor begging for more prednisone, which is a miracle drug. <laughs> <laughs> but I know... I should be stretching every day. So I, you know, I go on these scout trips because I, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. And one of my very good friends who's part of all these, every night before getting into her tent, she stretches. And she's in her mid-30s, um, maybe late 30s at this point. She's always been this way. She stretches every single night. And she, like, lays down and puts her legs up a wall. Things that I, if I did them, I would not be able to get up again. It's just, it's hysterical. Uh, but it's, it's, she learned, you know, a good 15 years earlier than I did that this was a good idea <laughs> to keep your mobility going. Mm -hmm. I know this now. I just don't, I don't participate in it. As I look at, as I look at my treadmill, um, and my exercise bicycle that are right in front of me here in the basement, they're a little dusty. Does she, does she exercise daily too, or just do that kind of stretching? I don't know that she has an exercise routine. I think the stretching is, is the main thing for mm -hmm. her. Yeah, I've got a friend of mine too. That's like for the past even I would say twenty years. He had he does a this exercise this stretching routine every morning when he gets up. That's just like part of who he is, right? And mm -hmm. I'm just like I like that idea, but when I like get up in the morning, it's probably my ADHD. But when I get up in the morning, it's like I want to get it. I want to go. It's the day. I've got to dress. I'm going to work. There's all kinds of stuff to do, and it's like I can't get ready fast enough. So like inserting anything in there <laughs> to do uh, before I go, like, start my day is just not going to happen. And then conversely, at the end of the day, I'm so freaking tired yeah. from work that I got nothing. And it's like, I need to insert that activity time right about 11 in the morning. That's a hard time to block out. Well, exactly. So I think... Then the job that I'm in, I don't have really the opportunity to block that time. People say, oh, you got to make time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know what kind of job you have, but uh, that's not happening for me. So it's like, okay, well, what am I, how am I? Ugh. But, but do you, you know, in the situation of what I did, now granted, it was never life-threatening. Although I had a period there when, when I didn't know what was wrong, I, I had a period there where I, got kind of like, oh my God, what if this is the rest of my life? What if I'm heading for mm -hmm. the the cane and the walker and the wheelchair and I'm freaking 52 years old? You know, when the doctor says, you must do this or bad, <laughs> you then you suddenly are able to find that time because you have to. Look, my, yeah. I, I've mentioned before my friend who had the heart attack last year and I don't, I, I know he listens and I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll tell me he told me all this already, but I, I think... You know, he needs to go on walks and keep a regular heart rate and, like, do things to live that he was told, hey, you better do these things if you don't want this to happen again and worse. 
And right. at that point, you, ha- you have to take it seriously, I would think. Well, yeah, that's – and obviously, I don't want to get to that point. You know, I don't want, I don't want my machinery to have a catastrophic failure <laughs> and right. then need to go undergo, you know, a, 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 a chassis rebuild. But, and, and it'll happen on a Friday when the mechanic's not available. Of course. It's all, we've, you know, yeah. Late on a Friday of mm-hmm. a holiday weekend. Yes, because <laughs> that's the way that's I roll. how that happens. Yeah, exactly. That's the only time my kids ever tell me they haven't been feeling well for several days it's on mm-hmm. a Friday afternoon. I'm like, really? <laughs> now? But it's not. I mean, I uh, I didn't mean for this to turn into a, an episode about exercising, but it kind of is. It um, sort of is. Yeah. The, I think about my parents, now my mother, who is in her mid 80s, uh, is a whirlwind. She's a force of nature and she's volunteers at three different places and she goes to the gym and she's really active in her church and constantly moving, right? She weighs all 90 pounds soaking wet, but she's constantly moving. She has neighbors that are, you know, younger than she is, you know, I'd say five years or so that are, are barely ambulatory. Sure. <laughs> That right there goes to show, I'm like, well, I mean, genetics has something to play in it, but it's like, oh, okay, so a lifestyle like this does pay off, apparently. You, you, this can be a good thing for you. Uh, right. But it's like, it's got to be a part of who you are. And I'm just like, uh-oh, it's not who I am. So I look at my dad, and he's passed, but um, he was not, he was he was the polar opposite. He was like the poster child for sedentary. Things did not turn out well for him. <laughs> um, and it's like, do I need a better indicator, you know, or a better, a better example of why I should care more about this stuff now than I do. But it's, I, I just, it's, it's not for a lack of not wanting to do it. I mean, in some cases, some like exercise programs and stuff just drive me insane because I can't, I just, it's like torture. It's, you know, we've had the conversation about habits and that's what, part of it and we talked about exercise quite a bit during that one if I recall correctly yeah, yeah because I work with a bunch of exercise fanatics and for some people that is just a a I don't know a moral imperative when they wake up in the morning that they have to or before they go to bed at night they just they have to work up a sweat they have to get their heart pumping I I would like to have had that instilled in me but at this point I don't think I'm changing my need to find something good to binge on Netflix definitely outweighs my need to get on the treadmill well, there's that. I mean, there's there's that that whole concept of I'd rather be X. But I'm thinking like it's like in one of my big blocks is like in my head. It's like I don't see myself as being like, oh, you're old now. You need to you need to expect these things, and therefore you need to do a bunch of preventative maintenance. I, in my head, I still see myself as the invincible 22 year old that. Mm-hmm. So, so it doesn't even like register that it's an issue right. and it's something that I need to do. That's why I'm always like surprised. I'm just like, why in God's name have I been sitting for two days with this heating neck thingy on my shoulders because I can't turn my head to the right? I did nothing. And why did this happen? This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't even have a good story to go along with how I hurt myself. <laughs> that that's that's true that's always uh that's always an important one to have a story well i so i'll share a story um you know about my elbow uh i had my ulnar nerve had to be relocated about i don't know 
oh gosh, this was about seven years ago. I I can time it well because there was an election going on at the time. <laughs> um, that, that's that that story I won't tell. Nah. But but all of a but I was in my band playing clarinet and I dropped it and I couldn't make a fist with my left hand, and so I had to have surgery and wear a sling and a brace and all this. And I'd go to work and as I mentioned, I work at a at a bicycle company, so a lot of very young, very active people. And everyone's people are always walking around in casts and slings and stuff because they're insane. So, you know, I had no good story. It was what happened. I played the clarinet too much and I and not my <laughs> I, I hurt a nerve. My clarinet elbow. Uh, I have clarinet elbow. Uh, nice. True. Nice. Couldn't even have a good injury. I mean, just just sad, sad, sad. Yeah. But that but what was interesting about that, and I think this will take us long closer toward where I think you thought we were heading this morning. Um, I went, when that happened, I had a very real depressed period of time where I thought I wouldn't be able to play anymore. Mm -hmm. And music's a big part of who I am and, and how I identify myself and what I do. And I was very worried that I was going to have to, that I wouldn't have a, le a functional left hand that I could use to do music anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and that scared the shit out of me. And it wasn't something where I could, well, if I'd stretched every day, you don't stretch your hands, clarinet player. <laughs> you do your warm-ups. <laughs> yeah. No exercise, scrunching the exercise ball. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Now there is, so there is such a thing as a clarinet strap to hold the clarinet up so the weight of it is not an issue. And I now use a clarinet strap. Apparently it's a real thing for professionals because of all the hours they spend, even though a clarinet is light. But it's a real thing for professionals and old people. <laughs> <laughs> you will not see clarinet straps when you go pick up an instrument for your fifth grader at the music store. Ah, uh, you won't. You have to go to the geriatric section of... Uh, yes. Do you? Uh-huh. It's over, it's over there with the... Um... Is it behind the beaded curtain where only the adults can go? Is that... Is... <laughs> they have clarinet straps and juharps, and that's oh. it. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh. oh, God. But yeah, that, I mean, that took me as a, as an old man surprise. And, and, and it wasn't so much the, why did this happen? It was the, what does this mean for me going forward? And the same thing with my back, to be honest, when I thought that, you know, cause we've been, we've, look, we've been watching our mother-in-law with the wheelchair mm -hmm. and all that. And that is, that is just life now. And when my back was, was really bothering me, I was like, oh my God, is this, is this it? Is this because we're at that age mm -hmm. where things shit happens? Well, I was maybe two years ago, and like suddenly my like my right ankle swelled up, and it's like man, that kind of hurts to walk. What the hell's going on here? So I was like walking on my foot funny, so I would wouldn't like cause myself more pain. And I start looking around at it, and I'm like gout. The fuck is gout? That's not a thing. That's that's something they made up to scare people. What is what, what is this all about? It sounds like it scared you just fine. <laughs> like that this isn't a thing. This is something old people get. I'm not old. Mm -hmm. What the hell? When did this happen? Ah, I just like the period of just complete denial. Like yes, it's, it's got to be something. It's not that. Yeah, it's, it's not, something other people deal with. It's not old people. It's not old people stuff. Right. And I lean into the old guy thing. I mean, at, at work, I'm one of the older people around. I, I And I've been there a long time. So I, I lean into the, you know, old guy comment here, you know, 
<laughs> well, I've, I'm just waiting for scurvy to show up. I mean, what what next is going to happen? It's going to be some <laughs> some weirdo thing that just like people haven't had that since the 20s. <laughs> okay, uh, what? How did the hell did you get that? You know, I uh, I'm like did nothing. I did nothing. <laughs> and you're not, broken anyway. Now I'm blind. <laughs> what what happened? I can't <laughs> I can't see anything. And yeah, and I, and I did nothing. Uh, did you ever have like just a rando like like vein or or blood vessel in your eye just burst? I have not had that happen. What? No, my wife has all the eye issues. The actual me. hell. Laying in bed, reading the other night. <laughs> Whams. Felt like somebody stabbed me in the eye. I'm like, what oh the God. hell? Jesus Christ. So I got up, looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, half my eyeball's all bloody. Like I did nothing. Huh. I literally, shh, I, shh. I hurt myself reading. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than my clarinet it, story. It is worse than your clarinet story, right? Are you sure your wife didn't stab you? Oh yeah, com- completely positive. Because I mean, we don't <laughs> sleep in the same room. We're way past that. <laughs> Thank God, our marriage has never been better. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think what else goes goes wrong with me. I don't know. I mean, I look. I I groan when I get up and when I sit back oh, down of course. again. But I've done that just... since I was 20 anyway. So it's like, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I still I think back to my parents when they were this age and. It's like the stuff I do, I still, I'll, I'll lay down on the floor. I'll, you know, I got no problem getting up and down. I've, but it's like, I think of my dad, I don't ever think, I don't remember him like being that able to move like that. Right. It would just be like, he'd be like, Oh, like you're saying, like plopping this lazy boy. <laughs> and that's all the further he ever got, the closer he got to the ground was that, <laughs> you know, bending over to tie his shoes was, was an effort kind of thing. Um, I'm definitely not in that place. Gotcha. And I, I know there are people our age and, and younger, but that are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not there yet. When I get to the point when I take, I like have to take a hot second to think about whether or not I'm going to get down on the floor. Cause I'm not sure if I can get back up very easily. That that's that I've, I've passed a milestone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I look at the, like, you know, I had to do some work under the sink the other day. And I looked at it and went, oh, this is going to suck. But, 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 I don't, but I don't think to my, and it's going to suck being under there. And it's going to suck getting back up again. And it's going to suck that the moment I get under the sink, I'm going to remember I forgot something. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm trying to think of a circumstance where I went, yep, nope, not doing that. <laughs> and I, I don't think I've hit that yet. Well, there's, there are things that I, probably because it's in the point in my life where I have the money to say this but to say i'm gonna pay somebody else to do that <laughs> oh yeah like i won't get on my roof and i never have and i never will um yeah. and that's not an old thing that's just a no yeah yeah <laughs> not getting on my roof yeah and that's that's something i've done plenty of times and my shop needs a new roof and i'm like i'm not doing that <laughs> i pay well, somebody else to do it i put that i put that roof on there 30 years ago it's time for somebody else to have the pain yeah yeah and they can they'll be like who the hell built this thing yeah, probably yeah <laughs> I well, you know, I I told you earlier today. I um, it, it, we had our first snow of the season last night, and I no longer own a snowblower. Uh, I've I'm paying someone else to do it, and that was, I'll be honest, that was more of a financial decision than a physical one. I like I like getting out there with the snowblower. I put on my my music hat and sync it to my phone, and I uh, I can sing as loud as I want because my neighbors can't hear me. I, mm-hmm. I think mm. I think 
unless I there was a new noise, noise ordinance posted. I wonder yeah. if that was about me. Could have been. Um, but that was more about the how many years will I be in this house and it only snows two times a year and do I really need to spend you know thousand dollars on a snowblower at this point? Mm-hmm. Well, you were just moving. You were going to move further north anyway, so the answer would be yes. Oh yeah, I know. Blah. Yeah, but <laughs> then you're just moving to some retirement condo in Maine. Probably. Do they even have those up in Maine? I. Why do you say Maine that Maine. way? Maine. Do they? Do they? Do they just do air? Air? You know, airdrop food for people in Maine in the wintertime? I think you've read too many Stephen King books. <laughs> it's, they just drop lobsters out of the sky. <laughs> Lobsters. Uh, lobsters. Exactly. Yeah. So everything is broken. Yeah. Yes. And if it isn't know. broken now, I'm sure it will be in the next 10 days at some point. Yeah. I woke up this morning with what is either a mosquito bite or poison ivy on, <laughs> on my hand. And it is and it's snowing outside. So I don't know how either of those things are possible. Oh, it's latent. It's it's a it's a latent poison ivy. You know, you got into some back in August and it's finally now rearing its ugly head. I was messing around with firewood from the outside yesterday, so I don't know. Maybe I don't know if Maybe. To do with it. Could but be. I have this really itchy little thing. I don't I don't know. Anyway, yes. Falling apart one one itchy part at a time. I don't I don't get it. Society has outlived its usefulness at this point. <laughs>